As Dean Wormer once said on Animal House, fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Dallas Cowboys, you are fat, drunk, and stupid. Or at least played like it. In um, what history will remember as the worst cowboy loss of all time. Those of you of a certain vintage might remember, I wasn't there even though I looked like I was. Don Meredith, the year after the Ice Bowl game, uh, the Cowboys are their best team in football. And I believe Don Meredith to a million interceptions in the championship game. And if I remember my Cowboy history right, was so devastated by it all that he retired. That was the last time a Cowboy game of this level of importance and this poorly played and the score and the circumstance, that was the last time. And again, if you guys can help me with my history lesson, I'm, I think I'm close. That game was so bad that the star quarterback retired. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. Well, maybe the star quarterback of this team could do the same thing. If it was good enough for Don, it's good enough for Dak. And and why doesn't he take uh, the, the owner, the coach, the defensive coordinator? Why don't he take it with him? I'm Mike Fisher, your trusty and trust reporter. I got uh, I got Jim Laws helping us out here. I bet you Tony Fisher is here supporting the crew. And, of course, Sugar, uh, who doubles as my wife, but is actually I married her to be my producer. She's part of the program as well. Let's do grades. Let's hand out grades. Uh, we like to talk about this place, the fishbowl. This is the fishbowl, by the way. That is a star. Boy, what a uh, desolate place. That I, I put up the picture. I don't think I've sent it to you yet. Put up the picture of the backyard, the practice field, the backyard. And I put it on, I think I put it on Twitter. It's a barren wasteland. It It looked like, well, it looked like Green Bay is what it looked like back there. Snow on the ground. You can barely see the faded star in the middle of the grass and nobody out there, of course. We went into the Cowboy locker room for exit interviews. Wonk, wonk. Uh, we said hello to Turpin. TJ Bass, who uh, Bree Amaranthus is friendly with and says he's very shy, she says. He doesn't, he doesn't do interviews, not because he's a jerk. He just, he, he did an interview uh, and wasn't comfortable. And then Jordan Lewis had something to say and something important, as a matter of fact. So um, I'll, I'll make sure I put that on my list and get to it here soon. Uh, Smith fan, $5 pitch in and the brief on fish. Just wanted to say something nice before the slappy show up. Just hope you have a great week. Is Marshall related to Sybil Shepherd? I mean, because she's hot? Because Sybil Shepherd was an attractive, was an attractive young woman back in the day. So their only relation is that they're blonde and hot. Look at the uh, brief funders piling in here, and I will try to get to everybody. Jay Williams, $5 pitch and fish. How can they go into next year with all the things the same and say we're trying to get better? They can if they convince themselves that foundationally they're still going places. But that's uh, going to take it's, – it starts with the coach decision, and there is a coach decision to make. And I don't think that's a secret now. 50 to nothing will do that to you. Jay, thanks for the question. All right, let's get to these grades. And you know how we do this. Uh, we, we go into the thing saying, hey, accomplish these five things. Here's your goal, pupils, cowboy pupils. 
Here's your goals. Accomplish it. Write this term paper. Uh, do this group project. Show up on time. And let's do grades. So here was the five plus that we had going into the game. Do these five things and you're going to win the game. My prediction was Cowboys 30 to 20. I was so close. <laughs> no, no, not really. Item one. They have so convinced themselves that starting fast is foundational for them that now they have to or else psychologically they crumble. And yeah, if you want to accuse this Cowboys team of being uh, mentally wimpy, go for it. Because obviously it's not physically wimpy, they're football players. But I will say this, they got bullied two years ago in the playoffs by a six foot tall, 215 pound wide receiver named Debo. This time, you know who out physical them and set the tone? You know how big Jair Alexander is? He's 5'10", 196 pounds. And he was shoving the Cowboys around like, like he was the class bully. I was embarrassed for the Cowboys. So they've got it in their heads now that they are a certain thing. And one of the things there is we start fast. Great. What does your head do when you've told your head that we do start fast, we got to start fast, we will start fast, and then you don't. That thing, again, physically and mentally, Love goes down and gets him their opening touchdown, um, and, and there, a lot of it was grinded out, and there's no question that the Cowboys were going, oh boy, I, I thought we were... Uh, 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 I thought we were going to start fast. Then we get the punt thing. And this is about FBIQ. Okay. I don't care if Sam Williams is Hercules, Captain Marvel, and Spider-Man all rolled into one. I cannot play him on punt coverage anymore. I'm done. Never. Let him get his exercise on kickoff coverage. He, he, is, he is a negative. And they're so enamored with his athleticism. You know, they used to do this with Dorrance Armstrong. He used to cover kicks. They were enamored with his athleticism. And it was cool. Here's a you know, six foot four, 270 pound defensive end. But he never committed penalties running down the field. And then here comes the pick six. And all of a sudden, right? Uh, and all of a sudden now, start fast is gone. And your fragile psyche is pissing its pants. If a psyche had pants and if a psyche could piss. <laughs> Failing grade. Item two, Dez's revenge. And I loved this angle. It made so much sense because Dez is still so, not just on Twitter, but in real life, so wrapped up in his precious Cowboys. So, by the way, sidebar, so's uh, another friend of the show, Michael Irvin. And he's pissed. Now, here's the thing. And I love that Michael Irvin speaks for you. And then we all calm down eventually, I think. Michael Irvin says, all y'all's asses should be fired. 
So, you know, like 53 guys, 20 coaches, and 20 people in the front office. Obviously, that that's not it. That's not going to really happen. But I love for you that Michael Irvin provides that voice. Item two was Dez's revenge. Get the Texas Coast offense explosives and get them like Dez got them. If you'll remember, Dez, not unlike Michael, Aikman said this the other day. Somebody asked him, does CeeDee Lamb remind you of Michael Irvin? And I have to think that Aikman looked at him like he's nuts. No, no, no they're, they're, except for the yeah, jersey number and the production. No, they're nothing alike. Because Irvin was a physical receiver. He almost initiated it. That's not CD. A dreadful first half, two catches for 18 yards. The Texas Coast offense did not start right. It never really got in the groove. Forget the fake touchdowns. I don't care. And it did not. Dez still caught it, but C.D. Lamb didn't catch enough of them. Fail. <laughs> Item three. Stop the Packers running game from getting 100. This was very specific. And there's a formula to it. And we wrote about it going in. They didn't have A.J. Dillon. That's fine. They did have Aaron Jones. They didn't have the other Aaron. They had Aaron Jones. And the joke is, and it's even on Wikipedia, who owns the Dallas Cowboys? Aaron Jones. Wonk, wonk, after his three touchdown runs. He plays the Cowboys, and he's Barry Sanders and Jim Brown. He runs all over DQ's defense. 118 yards, three touchdowns. And by the way, when we're talking about explosives and splash plays and grind it out. Yeah, grind it out. He averaged six, he averaged more than six yards of carry. That's more than grinding it out. Fail. Item four, let's get into Micah. And I'm not going to turn this, I, I, I'll do my best. Just like I don't want these shows to just be Dak bashing or just McCarthy bashing. You know, let's, let's, let's do something with our valuable, valuable time as we get ready to watch Eagles Bucks to give. Be phenomenal. So again, we, we can do shows where we analyze the play of Micah or Dak or Lamb. What's the score, Sugar? Well, there's 10 and a half minutes left and it's Buffalo 24, Steelers 17. 24-17? Yeah. Hey. Game on your hands. All right. And uh, thank you to all the Buffalo shovel wielders. That's pretty cool. So let's not let's not crush Micah here, except right to where he deserves to be crushed. I'm going to be phenomenal. I'm going to be effing phenomenal. I promise you, be phenomenal or be forgotten. Fail. F. Micah podcast. Yeah, somebody, one of your regulars said that. Who gets that one? Who gets credit for that? I don't know. I'll have to go back and look, but it was somebody that always comes. Micah podcast. It's a regular. Micah podcast. <laughs> um, you, gosh, he can talk that, and 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 he had he had a really good year. I I don't I don't I don't think he had a great year by his own standards. He had a really good year. We spent too much time around here whining about about 
what he wasn't being given and not enough time focusing on what he needed to take. That offensive line, the Packers offensive line is not good. Got news for us. But they did so well, no sacks on love. No takeaways, of course. Micah Parsons, forgotten. Love gets a passer rating in this game of 157.2. He didn't even break a sweat. And I'm not going to do, I watch film on you. You can get the I watch film t-shirt and the Uncle Fisher. I'm not going to do that on you. I'll let you do that if you want to. I'm not going to get Xy and Ozy on you. Except for the time he got held. Yay! I told you I get held all the time. And they, yay! Joy! I didn't notice him. I noticed his Bobby Boucher jersey coming in. And I noticed his Bobby Boucher jersey, the water boy, going out the back door. Oh, he, uh, Micah did not meet the media today either. I noticed that. Be phenomenal or be forgotten. Big buck, $5 pitching. Stop recycling head coaches. I have no problem with, with, with if you want to make the argument that while we're looking under every rock, Belichick, who, by the way, if you're an odds maker, Belichick is the heavy favorite if they fire Mike McCarthy by the Las Vegas odds guy. The heavy favorite to be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm with you. I've never thought of Jim Harbaugh coaching him, coaching here. We've thought about Belichick because the national media kept shoving it down our gullets. I never thought about Harbaugh. I think about it now. And then, right, the young hotshots. There's this collection of guys 36, 37-year-old guys, the next gen of the McVeighs and the Shanahans. The next gen. Uh, ben Johnson, Detroit's one of them. There's this collection of guys. That, and, and I'm with you, Big Buck. Make sure that you're examining not just guys, you know, this, well, you know, Stevens on the competition committee. I don't care. Who cares if he's on the competition committee with Steven? What does that have to do with coaching my football team? To their credit, they were not pals with Mike McCarthy before they interviewed him and hit it off. That's good. Don't just interview cronies. Interview everybody. Last time, by the way, it was not a wide net cast. That was a mistake. Nothing against, nothing against the way the decision finally made, but cast a wide net. Jerry, though, said last night, uh, basically said, uh, Miss Marsha, uh, uh, we're not under a time cruncher. Yes, you are, Jerry. Because as soon as the Lions lose, Ben Johnson's going to be offered the Washington job. And reportedly and allegedly, rumoredly, Bill Belichick, as we speak, is on Arthur Blank's yacht. So, yeah, you, you need to take your time on the Mike McCarthy decision and hurry up. What kind of grade do we give in item four, be phenomenal or be forgotten? F for forgotten. <laughs> item five, 
play disciplined football with emotional control. Well, we saw the lack of discipline. Did they have three penalties in the first? Didn't the Cowboys have like three penalties in the first five minutes? So there goes your discipline. How about emotional control? C.D. Lamb didn't seem to be controlling his emotions very well on the sideline. When things went bad, bad idea. David Parsons suggests with a $10 pitch in that in terms of emotion and control and discipline, I've heard you're not the first person to suggest this. I, I, I just can't believe, but like Dan Quinn had an unfocused week and a bad game plan because he's trying to look up the Seahawks skirt. Can it be? Uh, David P. Dak's new contract should be for a dollar more, take it or leave it. Uh, again, if this was, um, if this was out there on the market, then you could do that. Not how this works. I get it. If every con, if every guy signed a one-year contract, every contract's a one-year contract, and he had to come back every year and renegotiate, which would be fascinating, by the way, wouldn't it? I guess I'd get an aneurysm, but it'd be fascinating. Then you could do that. Say, no, you know, we paid you $40 million last year. Uh, you were not better this year. Well, I, although he was. We paid you $40 million last year, and we paid you for, and you you didn't get, and so we're going to pay you 39 And if somebody else wants to pay you 40 away they go. That'd be one way to do it, but that's not the way it works. But I understand your passion. Ken Glenn, Cowboys are a sorry, pathetic joke up until Sunday. And that's what's got to be so frustrating for Cowboy Nation. When McCarthy said, we picked a bad day to play our worst game or whatever, which, by the way, speaking of old movies that begin with A, I already did the Animal House quote. Now I could do the airplane quote. That He sounded like exactly like he was talking. It was Lloyd Bridges. In airplane, I picked a bad day to quit snorting glue. That's exactly what McCarthy. That's, I almost, I almost had to stifle a laugh when he said we picked a bad day to have our worst day. Yeah, I picked a bad day to stop smoking cigarettes. Picked a bad day to stop drinking. What else, sugar? Picked a bad day to stop sniffing glue. And then he sniffs glue. And I guess presumably he had a good day after that. Discipline and emotional control. You know what? I will give them this, the Cowboys. They were so in control emotionally, they didn't even look like they had any emotion. That's a pretty good trick. <laughs> Item 5A. The, the, one of the, we talked about their offensive line. The Packers' offensive line is not good. We talked about their wide receiver core. The wide receiver core is not great. We talked about their cornerbacks. They have one really good one, and he had one leg. The other ones aren't particularly good. A Packers statistical problem is red zone defense. They're bad at it. Charles Sarkis with a $5 pitch in. That's uh, his first big super. Thank you, Charles. Charles, come on in for a $5 pitch in. I appreciate it. Richard Schomburg, $10 pitch in. By the end of every year, Micah Sore worn out that he's ineffective. Something needs to be done about that. It's a great point. Remember this past year, he added some body armor 
got a little bigger, just a little, because he was going to be, be playing edge more. Um, the, these guys, the smart ones, treat their bodies like, what's the old thing? Treat your body like a, what is it? Like a, a temple. Uh, and, and they treat their bodies like the combination of a temple and a machine. And, it, and, it, and they gear themselves exactly right. I've told you my Jerry Rice story before. Uh, you know, what the, the second greatest offensive weapon in football history behind Jim Brown. And he would like, one year he would weigh like 206 and the next year he'd weigh 208. And I would ask him why. He said, yeah, I'm, you know, I, I need that two extra pounds. I need it to do this. And then next month I, he said, I'm 207. Well, I needed to go down a pound. It's like a machine. Richard, your, your point is excellent. And Micah needs to figure out, Micah the machine needs to figure out and the Cowboys need to figure out how to best engineer him to get him where he wants to go. Don G, accountability, $5 pitch in. There's no consequence for playing badly or being undisciplined. Accountability. Let's talk about this. And I'm not going to make fun, John, Don, of your point. But Don, I bet how old, I wonder how old you are, Don. I bet you, you might be, you're not 20. Because you're talking like, somebody almost maybe of my generation, not that there's many of us left. This, in a salary cap era and otherwise, has become a bumper sticker and nothing more. It's a cliche. How do we make you accountable? How do we make a player, I joked around earlier with Bree about, uh, Let's make Jerry Jones accountable by, by, by like what? Making him stand in the corner? Give him a spanking? Uh, you, you don't get any pie unless you eat your meat? Pudding. How's it go, sir? How could I have? How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? How can you? How, oh. Why can't you say it in British? How could you have any pudding if I don't eat my meat? Yeah, Something you, like that. If you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? There you go. Pink Floyd, the wall. <laughs> so, so how do we, Don, you're, I mean, I, I love it. How do we do that? I'm going to make you accountable. Give me, drop and give me 20. Wait, wait, do push-ups? And I'm, again, I'm not making fun of your point. I love your point. It's just, it's not 1960 anymore. That's the problem with your point. That's your problem with your excellent point. It's not 1960 anymore. Big Buck, you asking or telling? Dax Caps hit. It's going to be around 56 million. It's going to be 59 million by March 13th. The Cowboys will have a new contract with Dak Prescott, and they will have gotten rid of that cap hit. Can you get rid of Dak Prescott? You can make him a post-June. We'll get into this more detail, and we'll write about it at CowboysSI.com. Again, he's he's going to finish in the top five in MVP voting, and we're trying to figure out how to get rid of him. It's unusual. Post-June 1st, it is a beard scratcher. Post-June 1st, you can cut him or trade him. 
you will gain. And you, I've seen a lot of people, especially people on the radio going, and then it's, you get $34 million. No, no, no. You gain $10 million. But you get kicked in the Gortots, $24 million. So you'll have, you'll have a $10 million benefit after you subtract the $24 million kick in the balls and I, 9 million, and I go got to find a quarterback. So you want, you could do, you want to Cooper rush. You can, Oh, wait a minute. There's one more thing. The Piper needs to be paid in the fine in the final and next year, it's 34 more million of dead money. So all, all these, the, the, the way the trickery to say goodbye to them. And what do you do to that 59 million by doing it? Post June 1st, all you're doing is splitting it into the two years. You're still paying it. So do you hate having Dak Prescott as your quarterback so much that you will take a two-year $59 million cap hit to get rid of him? And as I said some uh, today, when somebody was uh, a, a smart football guy, we're kicking this around. He said, well, wouldn't, why doesn't the team want to trade for him? For the same reason you don't want to keep him. What do they want to give you for him? Well, couldn't I get a premium first round pick? Why would they want to give you their premium first round pick that you think is so attractive? Why don't they think it's attractive too? They do. They want whoever the guy is, Caleb Williams or whoever it is from USC. He'll be on a cheap rookie contract. Is he the next Mahomes? I don't know. But again, you have to, you, you would have to know that he's going to be better than Dak Prescott. You'd have to wait for that to happen. And then you'd have to figure out why the other team in the world would want to do that. Because if you don't want Dak, why do they want Dak? Andrew, we need to switch to the 3-4. I think if you look really close over the course of four years here, you'll see 3-4, 4-3, this morphs into that, cover two, a lot of zone, played some man. Uh, they, they played man yesterday and it didn't work. I, I don't, I, I, again, I appreciate, you know what? There's no bad ideas here. 48 to 32, which is really 15 to nothing. I'm going to quit calling it 48 to 32. Can we all agree on that? Let's shake on that. Can we just call it 50 to nothing? Because 50 to nothing has become almost uh, infamously legendary around here as my scenario in which McCarthy could get fired. 50 to nothing. And that's what it was. It was 50 to nothing. So yes, no bad ideas. But I don't think, I don't think this was about three four versus four three. Uh, by the way, if you want less wear and tear on Micah, just move him to linebacker more. If that's your, if that's where we're going here, of course, then you take away your best pass rusher. You take away maybe the NFL's best pass rusher. And then Andrew, with all due respect, Sam Sam Williams, I don't care. You do anything you want with Sam Williams. You, you, you can you, you can let him be the Uber driver to and from the games. I don't care what you do with Sam Williams. Uh, until, until somebody presses the right button as a coach to where his head is screwed on tight enough that he quits driving 100 miles an hour down my streets, I, I don't care what you do with, with Sam Williams. Derek B, $9 pitch in just because. Thank you. 
Ken Glenn, the Cowboys are done. Their windows are closed. Ken, the windows, I appreciate your emotion. The window is never closed. In fact, I'm going to twist it on you, Ken, because you're my man. You're using that as an attack on the Cowboys. I see people trying to use it as a defense. Oh, boy, we better hurry up and win. Our window's going to be closed. Or, well, we don't have any chance now. Our window's I'm not letting the owner have a closed window. There is no closed window. Houston Texans didn't close the window. They were, they were going to be terrible this year. They didn't close the window. Right? Tampa Bay, Tom Brady left. They didn't close the window. The Rams, this was a remodeling year. They didn't close the window. No. No window closes. No excuses made. Keep going. Go win again. Whoever whoever the coach is next year, you better, any better. Coach next year better win 12 games. He better. That's my dad calling. What does he want? Come on, Errol, what do you want? He, I know, he's probably watching. Probably wants to get be on the show. Convert, so, so to the final point, convert red zone chances. This is a Packer problem. Gigantic fail. Green Bay is not good at stopping you in the red zone. But you didn't get in the red zone. Early enough to make it a game. Is there, is there anybody outside of Fergie who in your review of this game, not that you went back and watched it a second time because you didn't, did you? And I don't blame you. Is there anybody besides Fergie who played well? Edward Newton, a rebuild would be fitting. But, the, but, but why am I forfeiting? Why am I, I just explained. Why am I forfeiting seasons and letting Tampa Bay and the Rams and Houston go to the playoffs? Why would I forfeit my opportunity to go to the playoffs? Chris H., there's no guarantee McMuffin's going to win 12 games next year. No, there's no guarantees of nothing. But it is his resume stuffing, isn't it? If I know that Jerry met with the team today. Uh, I'm going to do that tomorrow morning. Okay, 7.20 tomorrow morning. Jerry's closed-door team meeting. Closed door, meaning they didn't let me in there. But a rebuild, a rebuild just makes you bad. You want to be bad? I don't want to be bad. That's no fun. Again, if you're a Cowboy fan of a certain vintage, do you remember when you were bad? Christopher Monk. This is literally the definition of insanity. Keeping deck. Yeah. Losing. Oh, wait a minute now. I'm not going to defend anything, but I will say this, Christopher. They don't lose year after year after year. They win year after year after year. They go 12 and 5 every year. But this the the salary, and I know you, I'm not, I'm not suggesting you don't understand this. You have made your bed contractually not just with Dak Prescott, but with others. You've made your bed contractually. 
snuggle up, buttercup. You, you don't have very many choices. Snuggle up, buttercup. Sugar, I'm talking to you. So this, let's conclude this. This is where you are. You can't, there's parts of this that you cannot undo. The salary cap paying to undo DAC is almost certainly not worth it. You're not going to undo the Joneses. At the same time, I'm not asking you to accept 12 and 5. A couple of you are saying 12 and 5 means nothing. When you, I know. Except it does, it means a little more than five and 12. But I get it. Leonard, what do you think needs to change? Okay, this this will be my capper. I haven't talked about this in, uh, for the bulk of the Mike McCarthy era. But I'm going to have to circle back to it. Remember, 53 brands, not 53 guys that don't like each other, 53 guys that in addition to being brothers and bonding and we're closer than we've ever been. And every time a team says that, I mean, I I, I really do. I, I don't say it, but I want to say, you, you said that last year. Dak says it all. This is the closest team I've ever been on. Every year, it's the closest team he's ever been on. You'd think by now they're like, they're not just brothers, they're like Siamese twins are so close. Get it? Thank you. You know, the, the, the cliches and the brotherhood and the, but, but here's, here's a new slogan. It's not a cliche. Only if you watch this show or read me at CowboysSI.com or if you're familiar with it, 53 brands. This guy's girlfriend's got his new beanie business. We're going to sell stocking caps. Why? Why are we selling stocking caps? By the way, are they called beanies now? Call them beanies, you know. Well, they always were beanies. I call them stocking caps because I'm from Minnesota. That's like what Santa Claus wears. That's right. That's right. So, so winter stocking beanies. Why is the quarterback selling winter stocking beanies before a playoff game? He's your biggest, best player on off, biggest, best, most important player. He's selling, he's selling stocking caps before the game. Why is your biggest, best, baddest defensive player on a podcast predicting that the Eagles and the Lions are going to lose the, their upcoming playoff game when you are getting ready to quite possibly play them? Fifty-three brands means there's fifty-three guys in the locker room. Obviously, an exaggeration. That as much as they're lifting all them weights and watching all that film, and they're bonding and we're friends and we went to the Mentalist and we went to Atlanta together and we're go. We, we go to Dak. We go to the the Dak yard and we work on all that good stuff. This is only a theory. 
because they're America's team, they see the opportunity that they might not have in Cleveland. You can have, you can, you, you, the, the player and his pregnant girlfriend could start a beanie sale selling company in Cleveland, but you won't sell nearly as many beanies as you will if you play for the Dallas Cowboys. The guy in Seattle that has a podcast, it can be a popular podcast, won't be near as popular as the guy in Dallas who has a podcast. And so the next thing you know, that guy's selling beanies and that guy's selling t-shirts and that guy's going 100 miles an hour down the down the street and lying about it. And that goes over here. He's got a podcast and that guy over there has got this. Cowboy players, Aikman among them, will tell you one of the hardest things that they did in the second year after they surprised themselves with the 92 Super Bowl is, and Aikman, not, not, you know, I think Aikman might have, obviously Aikman had his interest too. The next thing you know, everybody had a radio show. The 1993 Cowboys, everybody had a radio show. And maybe they were good enough to overcome 53 brands or maybe Jimmy pulled them together and, and, and made it okay. The reason I know they all had radio shows is I hosted half of them. And I mean it. Hellestray had a radio show. 2A had a radio show. Emmett had a radio show. Michael had a radio show. Uh, eventually, Novacek had a radio show with me. Jason Garrett had a radio show with me. Uh, the third string quarterback had a radio show. And yes, Aikman's out there cutting an album. Oklahoma Nads. 53 brands. I would suggest that that might be it. And now you got a problem with the 53 brands. And you got a problem when you go to the player and say, again, now a Belichick could come in here and do that. Belichick could come in here and say, no, no radio shows. I think Parcells did do that, didn't he? No radio shows, no beanie sales. You, you, get, you, get, you get your family, you get your football, you get your faith, and you get your charity. That's what you get. Belichick could do that, theoretically. But how do you go, and again, you've heard, David, you've heard me say this. I forgot to bring this up. You're going to hate it, but you're going to love it. Sometimes the Cowboys seem like a marketing company that plays football on the side. So how do you go to a player and say, we don't like when individuals do marketing instead of focusing on their job? And Jordan Tuttle, this is what this is right where we're going. Jerry is the problem. People, when most people say Jerry is the problem, they just mean it because they don't like Jerry, or they think Jerry's a meddler, and that means they don't really understand what goes on in that staff room. I'm giving you Jerry as a problem in another way. How do I tell Micah quit doing a media show without Micah coming back and say? If it's such a bad idea, why does Jerry do four of them a week? Hey, Dak, let's quit doing sales things on the side. And Dak responds, if it's such a bad idea, why do I see Frito-Lay logos everywhere I walk around here at the Star? Hey, you, quit. Yeah, but what about Jerry? Hey, you, yeah. What about Charlotte? Hey, you, yeah. But what about Steven? The Cowboys brand is big and powerful and everywhere. 
And how can you blame the Cowboy player for saying, I don't know, man, it's the way we do our business. I'll take my piece. 53 of them saying, I'll take my piece. I want my brand. I could be a Cowboy player and a marketing executive all at the same time, just like Jerry. Problem. Fish out.